Otherwise, with Shadow Twala, see the world from a woman's point of view. And a very good afternoon to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise with me, Shadow Twala, uh, on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. On the show with me is uh, Hazel Makuzeni, who produces the show. I'm getting some kind of echo and feedback, so if I... If, if, if I sound very distant, that's what we're trying to deal with. Um, Hazel is my producer, and our technical producer for today is Garnetin Quinika and President Machaya. Our contact details are 0891-104-207, SMS 34701, tweets at SAFM Radio or at Shadow Twala. Now, today we won't have our lunch bite. As I tell you, what we're going to be talking about and who we will be speaking with on the show. Uh, the Children's Gallery officially opened its doors to the public on Wednesday, the 9th of December, and they featured uh, f- works of 15 young artists from our township aged 5 to 12 years old. Anastasia Phillips tells us more about this exhibition, and she's the public spokesperson for the Children's Gallery and color collaborator. Now, the Sai Bono Discovery Center has a Mythbusters holiday program, which started on the 15th. We catch up with them. Sponi Letwala tells us uh, what to expect, and she's the science communicator at Sai Bono Discovery Center. And then Kim Worrell, who's the founder and CEO of Amoyo Performing Arts Foundation, gives us some background on the foundation. And we finally speak with Arena Smith, who's the program design and development manager at NECRO. But first, let's now introduce to you Anastasia Phillips of the Children's Gallery. Hello, Anastasia. Hi, thanks for having me today. Well, thank you for taking time to talk to us. Why aren't you on holiday, Anastasia? (laughs) Oh, we don't have holiday. Uh, No, this has very much been a working holiday Mm -hmm. um, as we've worked very hard to, to... put the gallery together and have an amazing launch and then, you know, make sure that the space is up and running for the public to enjoy. So, yeah, we've been, we've been running around. Is this the first of its kind, the Children's Gallery? This is the first private gallery dedicated exclusively to the work of children. Yep, and, uh, and we're really proud to have it at the waterfront in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. So it's a momentous occasion. So how did you handpick the young artists? How, how did you find them to participate in, in, in your project? Well, we've been visiting uh, various art centers and sort of appreciating this, the work of these children for a while. For this particular show, we had Franz Smith, who is a Cape Town artist whose work is incredible, actually go in and curate the show. So we had a, a very established artist use his eye and his sense of color and form to put the show together. So we're hoping that in the future we can do more of that sort of thing where we get very established artists to facilitate installations, exhibitions, you know, projects for the kids. So there's that sort of mentorship aspect as well, and mm-hmm. it sort of elevates the space. What are they painting about? What, what's their art uh-huh. about? Is there a theme, or are they, are they all just reflecting what they experience on a daily basis? There are various subjects. I mean, one of the programs, the Mbali program, is incredible in that it actually takes the kids out on buses once a month, I believe, um, on these sort of field trips. So they'll go to Boulder, and they'll look at the penguins, and then they'll, they'll do a series of penguins drawings, or they'll learn about still life, or, you know, we had a series of guinea fowl, which were all hilarious and, you know, so refreshing and so kind of 
um, out of the ordinary in only a way that a child's mind can conceive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the subject matter is broad, and usually it's dependent on what sort of theme the program was focusing on at the time. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think there's a confusion about what art is, you know, that it's it's craft. And do, do they understand the difference between the, the art and craft? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty about the programs that we are supporting. They really do take art um, seriously, and I think that's why also bringing in the established artists will give children and hopefully the rest of the community a respect for what it means to have an original idea to express oneself in a way that's, you know, un, untainted, mm. unformed, uninfluenced. Mm. That raw expression is very, um, you know, Benon Lutaya, who, who was sort of the, the star artist that donated a lot of his work this time around. He's, you know, one, he's, I think, the top selling artist in South Africa right now. He, he speaks so well on this subject. Um, mm. and he, you know, he he talks about how him at his established stage is only trying to get back to that innocent phase mm. mm. of you know in, instinctual creativity. So we we can't take it too lightly. It's not you know it's not just doodles. It's sort of the soul of a child on on you know intangible form. You know, I'm looking at the ages five to twelve years old, and I'm thinking you caught them at the right time. Um, and I wonder, though, how it then influences or impacts on the everyday school education. Well, I mean, the Guggenheim did this incredible study about art, art education in pre-primary kids. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole process of art, making art, from, you know, just the hand-eye coordination mm-hmm. to the process of, you know, stepping back from what you've created and looking at it from an objective perspective, going back in to, you know, make amendments or, you know, make sure that you're expressing yourself as you want to. All of this, even, you know, even brain development is aided by this kind of creative work. So it's like, you know, it's physiological, and then it's also inspiring kids to get involved in school. They say art is a gateway to education as a whole so Mm. i know for me i went to school and the only thing i could think about was when art class was coming up so (laughs) you know i suffered through math and and science and all the rest and you know thankfully i had great art teachers that kept me kept me interested um but also um you know i think that there's a an emotional expression that Mm. happens that some kids don't have an outlet for you know they don't Mm. have a parent to speak to they're raised in you know, some fairly dysfunctional homes, some of them sadly, and they don't have that kind of communication with the world or a space to express themselves. So it can be huge. And and a little bit of encouragement at that critical time can change your life. That little, you know, the kids that came on mm. opening night, the pride in their eyes, the sense mm. of accomplishment. I really felt so deeply that this would be a day that they would remember for the rest of their lives. And mm. it would be the thing that makes them choose to, you know, apply themselves. So how, how do you then sustain yourselves as, a, as, a, as a, an organization that will have, will have to keep on doing the work that you do? I mean, what's brilliant is we don't have any overhead. The right people have come to us. They've recognized what we've done. So Greg Anderson at the, at the waterfront, he's an art collector. He loved the idea. He donated the space to us. Mm-hmm. We get Dalla to supply the art materials at cost. So 
So our mm. dollars go such a long way. Um, we, you know, a lot of our services, PR is, you know, some of it is donated. We are, you know, we are committed to being a nonprofit that uses all of the money that it generates, and now it'll be, you know, through the sale of children's art. So 100% of those proceeds goes back into the children. Mm-hmm. And we are doing this out of um, recognition that this is necessary. This is something that, that, that people need. And, you know, also a, a need for us to feel like we're making some kind of a contribution in a way that we can, you know, that, that inspires us, that, you know, we can stand behind and believe in. So are you are you opened on the 15th, and how long are you open for? Is the exhibition there for? Yeah, we opened on the 9th, and we oh, are open oh, I beg your pardon. No, that's fine. On Wednesday the 9th, we had sort of a gala with um, with Benon Lutaya's art for sale, which also helped us double oh. our um, our proceeds in that evening. So we had a target, and we doubled it. We made 200,000 rand that night, and... Mm-hmm. We are going to continue running at the waterfront, so from 10 until 7, upstairs in the food market. Public is invited to take a look at the art. There's a donation box. Mm-hmm. You can make a donation. You can also purchase art at the bar um, at the waterfront. Ooh, so, art at the bar. I like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. You can grab a cocktail. <laughs> you can have a fabulous meal. I mean, but this is also like... I, eating out is such a big part of what we do in Cape Town. Mm. I'm often looking for something a little bit, more, you know, something more to do. And I know that, like, if I stumbled across this beautiful room full of incredible Artworks. art, I, mm-hmm. it's like it's such a delicious experience. And then you also get to make a difference. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> exactly. I love, I love it, Anastasia. So it's, it's open indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I hear an accent though, and I'm hoping that you're not going to leave this program and, and go pack your bags and go home. <laughs> I mean, we're uh, I'm I'm an actor, and I live in in Los Angeles, and I'm back and forth between Cape Town, and we have, you know, all of the the trustees are Cape Town based, okay. and there is. Uh, there continue to be a number of people coming out of the woodwork saying that they would like to help in whatever way they can. So mm-hmm. we're hoping that this can be sort of a, a communal effort and, you know, but we're definitely, um, we're supervising it and, uh, and making sure that it's something that, that grows. Is there a similar, a similar project where you live, where you're from? No. And, but you know what? I think like we have a prototype and it can work We'd love to do this internationally. I mean, mm-hmm. art education is underfunded, and sadly, you know, definitely in in America, certainly in Canada, which is where I'm born. Mm-hmm. You know, budgets have been cut so severely. This is something that could be useful in even the you know even the developed countries, the you know the, the countries that seem to have it all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is there a website, Anastasia, um, you know, where people can learn more about the project, about color collaboration uh, and the gallery? Yes. So, the website is colorcollaboration.com. When you click on that website, you'll see there's a link for the children's gallery. Um, Mm -hmm. It pops out. You won't miss it. When you click on that, you can browse the children's art. You can get a sense of, you know, what you'll see. And then on the Color Collaboration website, you'll also see all the artists that we've been collaborating with. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there, uh, we've, we've had a number of art exhibitions selling their work for this 
cause as well. So um, it's a beautiful website that's just fun to browse. Is it children-friendly? Um, gosh, I mean, aren't kids like better <laughs> online than, than I am? <laughs> I think if you have a finger and you can point and touch, you, you can make it. Yeah. Well, I was, I was really talking about the exhibition, I should have said. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, we've hung the art with kids in mind, so it's all sort of, you know, at, at eye level. And there's actually an interactive element specifically for the kids mm. who, um, you know, aren't maybe in a position to make a financial donation, but we encourage them to write a letter or draw a picture and, you know, communicate with the artists that mm. are exhibited on the walls. So it's definitely made, it's got an astroturf floor, the colors are bright. This is, this is also for kids to enjoy, without a doubt. Anastasia, where are you having your Christmas? I'm currently in Johannesburg. Um, so I, we, had a, we had a Christmas meal in Cape Town. We're now <laughs> presently with family in Johannesburg, and I, I can't imagine roasting something, but I think, uh, yeah, I, think, I think it may have to be barbecue after all. Is this your first non-white Christmas? No, I had a Christmas in Messina two years ago, oh, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enjoy it. Thank you for giving us your time. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. So it sounds like a great, great project. Yeah, and I really encourage people to come out and see. It's such an uplifting thing to take in. And it's at the waterfront, the V&A waterfront. The waterfront, it's at the, at the food market that's on Dock Road. It's mm-hmm. the old watershed building. Mm-hmm. It's upstairs next to the only ATM in the building. So. <laughs> Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Donations are encouraged. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Thank you, Anastasia. Take care. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye-bye.